0: Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I am glad that you have returned today. If you will I'll be opening up to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, as we have been dealing with all week so far, uh, Paul addressing these accusations against him and defending his ministry. And we left off with Uh, Verses well, we looked at verses 9 through 12 yesterday, how they, of course, were accusing him of being bold in his letters but weak in person. And he reminds them in verse 12 that they were not being arrogant in their boasting, that he was not being arrogant in his boasting, Uh, but that he was, again, trying to get them to realize that that authority he had came from God and that these false prophets had no real standard, as he addresses at the end of verse 12, uh, but that they were trying to promote and commend themselves rather than promoting God and teaching the gospel. Uh, So here in verse 13, he says, But we will not boast beyond limits, but will boast only with regard to the area of influence God assigned to us, to reach even to you. Now he's again drawing that contrast between what the false prophets were doing and what he is doing right here. And the general idea of what he is saying here in verse 13 is he's saying we we're, we're not and I think this becomes more clear in verses 14 and 15 as well but but what he's saying is, is we're not going to boast in something that we haven't done. We're not going to go beyond, as he says, uh, go beyond that influence God has assigned to us. Paul, as we talked about yesterday, Paul was only ever going to boast of what God has done through him. And again, making himself insignificant and bringing all of that attention, bringing back that glory to God. Because ultimately, it's God that does this work as he writes in in uh 1 Corinthians chapter 3 he he sowed the seed apollos watered but god gave the increase though he and apollos had done a lot of work ultimately it was god working through them to accomplish that that goal and to bring bring others uh to christ and so what he's saying here in verse 13 is unlike these false teachers and false apostles, false prophets, who were boasting of how great they were, who were even boasting of things that that maybe they didn't do to begin with. He's saying we're only boasting of, of the things that God has allowed us to do. And that influence that God has given us, the ministry that God has given us, as he says, it reaches even to you. Even going back earlier in the book, I believe it was in that, that same passage, maybe even uh, in, in chapter 4, him dealing with that ministry again uh, that he had, had been given by God in chapter 2 in, in in chapter 3. At the beginning of chapter 3, he says in verse 2, You yourselves are our letter of recommendation written on our hearts To be known and read by all Paul makes the point there in chapter 3 that those in Corinth knew of the work of Paul they knew his character they knew what he had done they knew his ministry so he didn't need to promote himself because the Corinthians had seen it firsthand they were in that sense that letter of recommendation but then these other men came in and were trying to promote themselves above Paul. And by their attempts to do that, of course, they were boasting beyond what was proper. They were boasting beyond their limits, and Paul is saying, unlike them, we don't do that. We just simply boast of the things that God has been able to do uh, through us. He says in verse 14, for we are not overextending ourselves as though we did not reach you, Uh, For we were the first to come all the way to you with the gospel of Christ. We do not boast beyond limit in the labors of others. But our hope is that as your faith increases, our area of influence among you may be greatly enlarged. Now, looking at these two verses together, I think it kind of helps it make a little bit more sense he says at the beginning of verse 14 again for we are not overextending ourselves as though we did not reach you he just says at the end of verse 13 that the influence and ministry that god had given to paul allowed him to reach those in corinth and allowed paul to establish that church in corinth we see that in acts chapter 18 and so he's saying we're not speaking as again the false prophets making that comparison the false prophets had 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 come into the congregation, and they were basically just trying to take over the church. And they were were passing off, in essence, passing off all of this work that Paul had done as if it were were theirs, and again trying to take over the church there in Corinth. And so he's saying, we're not again, we're not boasting of things that we have not done. We're not trying to take credit for something that we didn't do. That's what the false prophets were doing. That's what the false apostles were doing. And he even reminds them in verse 14, for we were the first to come all the way to you with the gospel of Christ. He says, we were the ones that came and taught you. So clearly we're not trying to to overstep our bounds. We're not trying to exert our authority where we don't need to exert it. We're not trying to, to overtake you. We're not trying to control you because we were the ones that came and taught you in the first place. But then these false apostles are coming in and they're trying to take over the church and they're trying to take credit for everything that Paul had done. Again, verse 15, very similarly, we do not boast beyond limit in the labors of others. Again, he's not going to take credit for something that he did not do. Now, he rejoiced in the labors of others. Even, Even I think about what he writes at at the beginning of the book of Philippians. There in chapter 1, uh, in verses 15 through 18, he talks about how some people were preaching the gospel out of jealousy, and they were wanting to maybe promote themselves above Paul, but they were preaching the gospel. And he says in verse 18, What then? Only that in every way, whether in, in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that I rejoice. Paul rejoiced in the work of others. He was glad when others taught the gospel, when they were working with and for God. But he never once tried to act like the work that somebody else did was his. But that's what these people were doing. They were trying to to pass off the work of Paul as if it were theirs. And again, they were doing that out of that jealousy, out of that envy of Paul. They wanted to be at the same level as Paul. They wanted to have that that respect and that honor, and they were doing anything they could to get it. But he says also in verse 15 that he hopes that as their faith increases, that his area of influence among them would be greatly enlarged, verse 16, so that we may preach the gospel in lands beyond you without boasting of work already done in another's area of influence. So he's saying, I hope that your faith increases, that we have a greater influence over you and not just over you, but but that would open doors for us to be able to go beyond you and to teach other people to continue spreading the gospel and as he says also in verse 16 without boasting of work already done in another's area of influence he wasn't going to boast of the work he wasn't again going to take that credit for something that somebody else did in fact in romans 15 and verse 20 It was Paul's Paul declares that it was his mission to always preach the gospel somewhere where it had not already been taught he wanted to go to other places to establish congregations to teach people that had not already heard and part of that as we see here was so that he wouldn't be taking credit for somebody else's work he says in verse 17 let the one who boasts boast in the Lord boast only in what god has enabled them to accomplish verse 18 as i mentioned i think this is really a great summary of what he has been talking about this whole chapter for it is not the one who commends himself who is approved but the one whom the lord commends these false prophets were commending themselves the false apostles and he says it's not the person that commends themselves that is approved. If somebody uh, comes to you and is trying to convince you of how great and how wonderful they are, that's probably a pretty good indicator that they're not that great. But the one whom the Lord commends, that's the one that we need to listen to. That's the one that we need to pay attention to. Not the one that tries to take credit and get praise for themselves but the one that is doing the work of God, the one that God commends. And and for Paul, that was him in his ministry. And that's what he's trying to bring those in Corinth back to realize, that God was not promoting and commending these, these other men and these other teachers, but God had commended Paul to this ministry to the Gentiles. In fact, Paul, Paul records, I believe it's in, in Acts twenty-two, whenever he was speaking to the to the to the Jews. He gives that account of, of the fact that Christ had sent him specifically to the Gentiles. That was a very specific and direct calling, to ministry, that Paul had from God. And because of that, he is the one that was commended by the Lord, that had that authority, that had that ministry. These others didn't. And so, Paul, and he, he continues to, to discuss this going even into chapter 11, but here, especially in chapter 10, him defending his ministry against those that were trying to undermine his character, trying to undermine his, his authority and his position and his role uh, within the church, especially in relation to those in Corinth. Uh, but we're going to have to stop right there. We're already a couple minutes over, but... Uh, We'll pick up in chapter 11 tomorrow. As always, if you ever have any questions, feel free to comment them or to message us or to call us, and we would, would love to discuss anything that you have questions about and to study the Word of God with you. But again, please come back tomorrow, and we'll pick up in chapter 11.